Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Does money buy happiness? Well, if the conventional wisdom is right and it doesn't, why do we work so hard to make money and hope that our kids will be wealthier than we are? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we take a brutally honest exploration of how money and happiness are and aren't related. So spoiler, there's some bad news, there's some good news, and lots of caveats. Have you ever thought to yourself, if only I could increase my salary by 10%, I'd feel better? How about, I wish I had a trust fund, how happy I would be? I don't blame you. I've had the same thought many times. Money is a big part of our lives, our identities, and perhaps our well-being. And sometimes it can certainly feel like your happiness hinges on how much cash is in your bank account. But what does psychological research say about the age-old question, can money really buy happiness? While Freddie Mercury didn't think so in his 1984 song, Money Can't Buy Happiness, but more recently, rapper Fabulous said in his song Change Up, but it's a damn good down payment. Well, who is right? Let's take a really honest look at the science of how money and happiness are and are not related. And let's start with the bad news for most of us, which is that higher earners are generally happier. Over 10 years ago, a study based on Gallup poll data on 1,000 people made a big splash in the news. It found that people with higher incomes report being happier, but only up to an annual income of $75,000, which is equivalent to about $90,000 today. After this point, more money wasn't related to higher emotional well-being. This seemed to show that once a person's basic and maybe some advanced needs are comfortably met, more money is useless for well-being. But a brand new 2021 study of over 1 million participants found that there's no such thing as an inflection point where more money doesn't equal more happiness, at least not up to an annual salary of $500,000, half a million dollars. In this study, participants' well-being was measured more carefully. Instead of being asked to remember how well they felt in the past week or month or year, they were asked how they felt right now in the moment. So their answers are a little bit more accurate. And based on this real-time assessment, very high earners were feeling great. Similarly, 
A Swedish study on lottery winners found that even after years, people who won the lottery had greater life satisfaction and mental health than similar people who didn't win the lottery. Those unfortunately regular folk also had worse emotional pain when they faced misfortunes like divorce, illness, and being alone. It's almost as if having a pile of money made those things less difficult to cope with for the lottery winners. At this point, it's important to suss out what researchers actually mean by happiness. Now, there are two major types that psychologists measure. Evaluative well-being and experienced well-being. Evaluative well-being refers to your answer to, how do you think your life is going? It's what you think about your life. Whereas experienced well-being is your answer to, what emotions are you feeling from day to day? And in what proportions? So this is your actual experience of positive and negative emotions. Now, in both headline-making studies, the one that found the happiness curve to flatten at 75,000 and the one that didn't, they were both focusing on experienced well-being. That means there's a disagreement in the research about whether day-to-day experiences of positive emotions really do increase with higher and higher incomes without limit. So which study is more accurate? Well, the 2021 study surveyed many more people, over a million people, so it has the advantage of being more representative. However, there is a big caveat. So backing up a little bit, if you're not a very high earner, you may be feeling pretty salty right now. How unfair that the rest of us can't even comfort ourselves with the idea that millionaires must be sad in their mansions, right? But not so fast. Yes, in the large million-person study, experienced well-being did continually increase with higher income, but this study only included people in the United States. It wouldn't be a stretch to say that our culture is quite materialistic, and income level does play a huge role in our lifestyle. Now, another study of Mayan people in a poor rural region of Yucatan, Mexico, did not find that level of wealth was related to happiness. And also, the participants had high levels of overall happiness. Separately, a Gallup World Poll study of people from many countries and cultures also found that, although higher income was associated with higher life evaluation, it was non-material things that predicted experienced well-being. So things like learning, autonomy, respect, and social support. And there's more good news. For those of us with really big dreams of making it and striking it rich through talent and hard work, know that the process of reaching your dream will earn you happiness. A study of ultra-rich millionaires, I'm talking about net worth of at least 8 million, found that those who earned their wealth got more of a happiness boost from their money than those who inherited it. So keep dreaming big and reaching for those entrepreneurial goals, as long as you're not sacrificing your actual well-being in the pursuit. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. 
Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. All right, so, so far we've been talking about happiness as if it's one big thing. But happiness actually has many different components and flavors. Think about all the positive emotions you felt. Can we break them down into more specifics? How about excitement, contentment, gratitude, love, compassion, pride, peace, inspiration? And that's just a short list. It turns out that wealth may be associated with some of these flavors of happiness, specifically self-focused positive emotions, such as pride and contentment. Whereas less wealthy people have more other-focused positive emotions like love and compassion. In fact, in the Swedish lottery winner study, people's feelings about their social well-being, such as with friends, families, neighbors, and society in general, were no different between lottery winners and, you know, the regular yawns. Whereas other types of happiness were higher. like having a higher life evaluation. And here's one more interesting thing from that study, which is that one major difference between lottery winners and non-winners, it turns out, is that lottery winners have more spare time. This is the thing that really makes me envious. And I would hypothesize that this is the main reason why lottery winners are more satisfied with their lives. After all, if we had the financial security to spend time on things we enjoy and value, instead of feeling pressure to generate income all the time, why wouldn't we be happier? This is good news. It's a reminder that money, in and of itself, cannot literally buy happiness. It can buy time. It can buy peace of mind. It can buy pleasurable aesthetic experiences and the ability to be generous to your friends and family. It makes room for other things that are important in life. In fact, the researchers in that lottery winner study used statistical approaches to benchmark how much happiness winning $100,000 brings in the short term, which is less than one year, and long term, more than five years, compared to other major life events. For better or worse, getting married and having a baby each give a bigger short-term happiness boost than winning the money. But in the long run, all three of these events, getting married, having baby, winning the lottery, all have the same impact. So what does this mean? This means we make of our wealth and our life what we will. Like Fabulous said, 
Even if money can't directly buy happiness, it's a good foundation for the things that do bring emotional well-being. Now that's a light paraphrase. Sorry, fabulous. Now this is especially true for the vast majority of the world made up of people struggling to meet basic needs, to rise out of insecurity. And even beyond that threshold, being even richer can boost your life satisfaction and make it easier to have positive emotions. So yes, it's certainly worth your effort to set goals, work hard, and move towards financial health, and to help your loved ones to do the same. But getting rich is not the only way to be happy. You can still earn health, compassion, community, love, pride, connectedness, and so much more, even if you don't have a big bank account yet. After all, the original definition of wealth refer to a person's holistic wellness in life, which means we all have the potential to be wealthy in body, mind, and soul. Thank you so much for listening. Let's continue the conversation on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych and also at Jade Wu PhD. We can also keep in touch through the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Beata Santora. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you again for joining me, and I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.